Hello and welcome to Into the Grid, a podcast where we watch and recap every episode. This season, Power Rangers, Time Force. I'm Sean. I'm Mike. This week we are covering episode six, A Parting of Ways. Originally aired on March 10th, 2001. It was directed by Worth Keeter, written by Judd Lynn and Jackie Marchand, who have done, I believe, every episode this season so far. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have. They have indeed. And we have talked about Worth Keeter before, because he's directed two episodes of Lightspeed Rescue. Perfect. So how did you feel about the episode, Mike? Mind you, the listeners out there, I'm watching Time Ranger along with Time Force here for comparisons, and I'm, I watched Time Ranger last week. And I'm watching Power Rangers today, and all of a sudden, the, the, there's a there's a storyline theme that's happening that's in both, but it's a completely different episode altogether. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, stark difference. Yeah, completely different. Completely, di- completely different. I'll, I'll talk about what actually happens in Time Ranger. Yeah, I mean, I even I noticed that watching it looked like it was almost entirely American footage. Yeah, and I don't know what the sentai footage is after that scene the episode they take it from but you could tell in some scenes it's japanese footage but yeah it's mainly american footage which is i applaud the production i I applaud the writing i applaud like them actually adapting the episode you know the story of it at least not just like relying on japanese footage all that much um other japanese footage not from the episode but like from different episodes altogether but it's like yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some there's some scenes that are like completely unnecessary. Uh, there's one in particular. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, and then uh, no, I thought it was interesting how they took that core idea of the episode. I'm like, oh, they actually took it in a different way than the, the Sentai did. I was like, okay, okay, and yeah, it's interesting. I actually kind of liked the di- dynamic between uh, just a little. Heads up, uh, Wes and Mr. Collins. So the two butting heads. So yeah, I kind of dug it for what it was. Yeah, I liked this episode. I don't think I liked it as much as some of the other ones of the other ones we've seen this uh, season so far. Uh, I, I definitely don't think I liked it as much as the last episode, um, which I just I had a real blast with the last episode. Right. Uh, yeah, with uh, uh Mr. Pickett. Mr. Pickett with Mr. Pickett. I loved Mr. Pickett. Um. I yeah I enjoyed I enjoyed this episode I enjoyed it kind of did some good stuff for Wes it it was kind of did some more heavy lifting in terms of like the overall getting all the characters into one place um yeah no I I enjoyed this episode I don't really have any big thoughts about it uh overall um before we hit the music and get real deep into this episode, if you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into the Grid on Twitter or email us at GoIntoTheGrid at gmail.com. You guys can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash into the grid or join the, our Discord server. The link to do that is uh, in on Twitter in the episode descriptions. I just realized we do have a voice message from Neil, but I'm already this far in. So sorry, Neil. We didn't prep for it. At least I didn't prep for it. Uh, next time. <laughs> next. I will, I will cover it, dude. Don't worry. I got you. Yeah, I, I as I was like, you guys can leave us some voice message. I was like, we have a voice message from Neil uh, <laughs> that <laughs> I did not prep. So next time. So as always, uh, before we we get uh, into the nitty gritty, uh, join us as we go into the grid. All right, we're back. 
Uh, if you guys want to be watching along, I forgot to mention this at the top, but you guys can watch it on YouTube. That's where I watched it today, even though I bought the series uh, on Amazon before it was all up on YouTube. And mm -hmm. since then, it has all gone up on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So you guys can watch it there. It's pretty cool. Uh, I've noticed the YouTube also includes the next time on Power Rangers at the end. Yes. Uh, I did not watch it, but I thought that was neat. I, I saw it was about to start and I, and I stopped it. I don't know if yeah. Amazon does the same thing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's oh, there's there's actually YouTube videos that breaks down different versions of episodes because mind you, nine eleven they cut heavily yes. from episodes, so you can actually see somebody doing comparisons based upon mm -hmm. DVD releases and all that stuff. So, but yeah, the mm -hmm. next times are really interesting. Yeah, because it's like, it's like you're watching it on TV. Yeah, I always avoid next times. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah, I'm a, I may. I'm cool with like trailers for stuff that are like months out, but like if it's if it's coming out next week, like I can wait a week, you know. I don't need to see it. That was a whole different thing back in the day, where just like weekly television is like next time on this show. It's like you know because they had all filmed ahead and they have episodes already. It's like yeah, there you go, show the next episode. It's like there's a little tease for it. It's like ooh, I can't wait for next week. I used to watch. Um... Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with my grandparents and I would run out of the room when the next time happened because they like that stuff. They like watching the teaser for next week's episode and I was like, oh, I gotta get out. And they and I'd come back and they'd be like, you missed a pretty good next time. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that that next time on, on streaming, which I'm fine with. I don't need it. I, uh, when I was watching the new season of Stranger Things, I never finished an episode and was like, Oh, I need to, a teaser for what's going to happen the next one. That's because you know? people are binge watching it, so they're just watching episode, 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 episode. I didn't binge watch it. I watched it over the course of like a month because that season was long. <laughs> there was those episodes were way longer than they needed to be. Yeah, I noticed, and I just started watching Stranger Things season four, so I'm on episode one. I am excited uh, uh, for you to have that that experience it was a pretty good season um this time though we're actually not talking about the new season of stranger things we're talking about uh like we said episode six power rangers time force the plot summary thanks to our good friends uh slash enemies at ranger wiki is nadir is the latest mutant kidnaps a group of kids and holds them hostage for a 10 million dollar ransom Wes, Wes asks his father for the money but he refuses to provide it and instead gives the same amount to some businessmen Wes lies to the businessmen and steals the money to get the kids back. As usual, the villains don't keep their word, and the rangers must battle the monster to save the children. Once they have succeeded, Wes returns the money to his father. He then chooses to find his own path in life by leaving home to live in the clock tower with the other rangers. Yeah, so this is a Wes episode. This episode is all about Wes's relationship <laughs> with his father. Also kind of wild that Wes steals in this episode, and it's, like, portrayed as a good thing. Like... Like, it's cool. It is a good thing what he did. But, like, it's wild for Power Rangers to take that stance of, like, fuck the rich, help people in need. Like, that that was an interesting little thing, especially for 2001. Yeah, well, that's kind of taken from Time Ranger. That's actually taken from uh, Case File Number 2, which we've covered, because that was the pilot episode. And basically, it was just because uh, in that episode, I, I did mention about how... Uh, there was like a bank robbing monster that steals and robs and wants money and the rangers had a 
come up with a plan to fool him. They did like a little trick on him. It's like, oh, there's a bunch of rocks in here instead of money. So that, that's the same episode and the same story element they took from that episode. And they just, so that. But in this, <laughs> it's, it's not a trick. No. no <laughs> it, it's the money. It is the money. It's the straight up money. Yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, they took that check and like made it out to cash. I was like, whoa, he's got a bank that, I mean, they're rich. He's so. cashed it, which that's not how checks work. Like, but but it's not made out to him. No, how did he cash it? It's out? made out to somebody the, else. That businessman. How did he cash it? Out? Ca- that's that's like okay. And, I mean, I know it's a kids' show, so like the logic there is cashes are like, or cashes catch uh, checks are like little paper slips that represent money, and that's the furthest we need to go with the concept. But. Uh, that doesn't work like that. <laughs> There's no way he would have been able to cash that check. No way. No way possible. Now, I want to see the five minute longer cut of this episode where he takes the check to the watchtower and Trip uses technology from the future to like laser off who is who it's made out to and replace it with <laughs> Wes or something. Like, I want to see the the longer cut of this episode where it turns into Catch Me If You Can, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. Oh, that'd be but good. Instead, it's, it's Wes. Oh, um, yeah, that's good. So yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous. Although it I is. do like that Power Rangers is kind of like, hey, fuck rich people. They have their priorities wrong, uh, and humans are more important. Um. It is a little weird that Wes went to his dad for the ransom money. I guess, like, it makes sense. If you need the ransom money, you go and you know somebody that has that money. It might make sense to go to them. But Wes's dad also isn't wrong that, like, the police does this kind of thing. <laughs> you right. Know? Like, <laughs> this is kind of their jurisdiction, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's the, thing. that's the story element from Time Rangers where the red ranger goes to his father gets the money and he's like i'll bet you like if i take care of this money i'll leave you forever you know or you leave me alone forever i won't be part of your company it's like deal and he does keep, keep the money safe and he returns it fine it's like the bet's you know valid you know and he, and he just leaves to do tomorrow research with the time rangers so and with this one he does yeah. the same thing where it's like that's interesting i like this take a little bit more where it's not so much like a a bet that he makes or anything. He just kind of, this situation makes him see a different side of his father that like makes him want to go and do his own thing and, mm-hmm. and not be connected to that. And I, I, I like that character moment for Wes. And I really like Phillips being the man at the end there being the man's and he's just giving him that nod. He's like, you should go be your own person, mate. Yeah. Do what you want to do. The other big thing about this plot line that I think is kind of wild is they kidnap a busload of kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like uh, that's pretty extreme, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I I just I I was kind of surprised that Power Rangers went there. It's kind of like when when they we see a real gun on Power Rangers mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's pretty, that's pretty real. Uh, kidnapping a busload of kids is uh, <laughs> it, it was it was good. It worked, but it was like, oh my god, Power Rangers, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? The the writing works because. It's better than a mutant going to the pier asking for 
money from the police and then of course having the red ranger come up with money and then exchanging it or, or making a fool out of it later on in the episode this the jackie and judd actually make it a point to make the the ransom money uh or just the money in general have a purpose and have a kidnapping which i have never seen a kidnapping in time ranger so far so that that comes out of nowhere that's from them directly and it's a great little sequence i mean to talk about um because that is referring to Tentaclaw, the, the mutant that comes up. Uh, he, the, the fight footage you see in this episode is from Case File number 13, Battle Casino, which does not have a adaptation whatsoever. It's actually James's from uh, Mosey Speak of Sentai's favorite episode. Because he talks about that episode a lot. He's like, Battle Casino's a great episode, but they never adapted it. So there you go, James. Uh... They took a little bit of footage from that and put it in here, which is pretty lame, but yeah. It's one of those cookie-cutter episodes where they take fight footage from different episodes, again, to make it one whole episode. Which is kind of fun when they do that, I think. Yeah. They actually spliced it pretty well with the fight footage. I mean, Tentaclaw is pretty cool. He's got, got like a body, and then his head comes out like a space saucer kind of looking dude. It's like, whoa, that's pretty trippy. And that sequence is just really good. Uh... When the rangers show up and they get their asses handed to them. Like, I yeah. don't think it's as good a chase sequence as the chase sequence from last week or last last episode. Yeah. Um, with uh, the just with Lucas and the the, the driving test car. Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, and with Nadira. Uh, but like the rangers get their asses handed to them and it's cool. I love it when the rangers get beat up because it, it makes it. Like, sometimes you get a little bit tired of the Rangers showing up and, like, just winning the day very easily. Um, and they, they got a struggle for this one, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, for sure. The big-ass bomb on the road, and you see this explosion come out of nowhere behind the bus and their cycles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that's some uh, explosive work there, Power Rangers. <laughs> Big ball of fire. And also, the Time Force... Yeah, the Time Force action theme is just the very good. It's a very good theme. Yeah, it is, man. Fucking awesome. I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, really big I want to talk about. I have uh, smaller notes on, on little scenes. How do we feel about the power, the Rangers all being in the clock tower? They're all living together now. That's finally, Jesus Christ, finally. Been waiting for that moment for Wes to come to his yeah. senses. I, I like mean, that they took their time, though. But yeah, that's good. They, they actually did it, because it was a lot quicker in Time Ranger. They actually, because the Red Ranger, Time Red Ranger, he uh, he buys an apartment and it converts it into a business place for them to work out of. So it's his doing, so he did that. But Wes, he sets up the clock door for them, but then doesn't move in until later on, which is like, oh, okay then. <laughs> that's smart writing. Uh, you had a scene that you wanted to bring up. Uh, no, let's talk about the completely unnecessary scene that's in this episode that wastes so much time. It has Is no it purpose. The beginning one? It's the cold open. It's the fucking cold open. Yeah. <laughs> why, why have fight footage, yeah. fight footage from different episodes, but yet it has no purpose whatsoever? What's it, what's it proving a point to? Is it like just showing that... The Rangers are in action now, and like they're just doing their thing. I mean, this is 
FlameCon, by the way, they're fighting against, and it's from episode case file number 17, which, uh, <laughs> it's pointless. It's like, why open that? Why, why, why open with that fucking scene? Oh my god, it has no purpose to the rest of the episode. It's such... It, I was kind of okay with this, okay? I was kind of okay with this. Because I felt we're getting rid of the greatest sin of Power Rangers, as we know. As we all know, the greatest sin the Power Rangers ever commits is an unnecessary Megazord fight. And I was like, okay, we're getting this out of the way early on in the episode, so we're not going to have one later on. Oh, they do. Uh, they do. Spoiler alert. We still get one later on in the episode. So, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it just makes everything worse then that there's two unnecessary Megazord fights in one episode. Like, oh, uh, come on. But uh, apparently this is the first appearance of Time Force Megazord Jet Mode. So that was a big thing that happened in this episode, which I didn't barely notice. I noticed the the big jet gun they use at the end. It's like, oh, geez, there's a there's a blaster, bang bang, <laughs> you're dead. Yeah, there's just it's it's a cobbled episode between two fight footages and then of course American footage of the kidnapping and the main focus, which should be the rest of this fucking episode discussion, is the discussion of Wes and Mister Collins' relationship. I, I mean, it works. It's fine. Um, Mr. Collins is a little bit of a, a little bit of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he's a little cartoonish is what I'm looking for in terms of, uh, how like the money, oh, they threw a, they threw a foot, they threw a baseball and I hit my car by accident. Well, they throw it away, Wes. <laughs> like, I feel like that scene should have been the cold open. Because that is what the whole episode's about, you know? Yeah, I think um, yeah, the editing was a bit off with that. They could have done that perfectly. But I really liked the scene of uh, Wes and Jen in the clock tower, because obviously we know that there's going to be a there's gonna be a thing there. Everybody always talks about mm -hmm. it. Uh, and I think we kind of start to see a little bit of a, a dynamic between the two of them when we get the kind of, oh, you're a great Red Ranger. Oh, I'm great. And you're average, slightly below average. Like, that whole exchange I thought was very good. It was cute. I liked it. I loved Rancic getting a massage. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> that was the cyclobots trying their best to massage them, and it's just like, you guys are useless. Robots are useless. Who is the big frog guy? What's his name again? He is, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, hold on. It's like Godel or something? God. Gordell? Uh... Galudo. Galudo. I liked when Galudo was like, can I eat one of them, please? One of the kids. Which, honestly, you know what? It's just, I fucking love Galudo sometimes. He just, like, just butts in whatever he wants just to say some stupid line. Yeah, I really like Galudo. I'm also kind of with Galudo on this one, to be honest. I think he should have ate one of those kids. Um, if I'm being real, if I'm being real with everybody, I, those kids kind of fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was... I was totally like, we got to save those kids until they started to act. And then I was like, oh, they could kill like one of them, you know? And I think that'd be okay. Like their crying was so bad. They were like, oh no. I mean, I might be doing a better job. Like I might be giving them too much, you know? Like it was, it was really bad. Uh, and I, I would have gotten tired of listening to that too, because 
Like when somebody is actually crying, you feel sympathy for them. But mm-hmm. when somebody is fake crying, you just want to punch them in their stupid little nostril. And all those kids, I just wanted to punch in their stupid little nostrils <laughs> because they were fake crying and it was very annoying. I think Galudo should have gotten to eat one of them. Just mm. one. Who's going to care? Really? Anyways, that's my out-of-pocket shit for the episode. I I just, I think the what this episode does well is the stuff with the kids and Wes and how he inspires people. Like, mm-hmm. I love it when Power Rangers inspire people. It's like the best scene in the entire show is from the ending of In Space, and that's all about the Power Rangers inspiring common people. And that's kind of what you get in this episode as well, uh, with Wes telling the kid to get a homer, or hit a homer. Um not get a Homer Simpson, like not, he's not telling him to go collect Homer Simpson from the Simpsons. Uh, no, we're not, we're not looking for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I had more to say about the episode, but I really don't. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fine episode for Wes. It, it sets a lot of things up. It shows Wes who he is a lot more, uh, his character and what he does against his father mr collins you see mr collins a little bit more you know who he is as a character and we'll we will i promise you we will see growth from mr collins but we get to see this glimpse of who he is originally before he changes eventually which is a slight spoiler which uh, but i won't tell you how he changes because i did mention there's an episode later on that does happen with that but yeah he just 10 million dollars is a lot of money but for this this is this is worth it, and he doesn't care about the children at all. Just screw you. <laughs> doesn't care. And of course, at the end, when the reporters came in, he's like, he has like, uh, yeah, yeah, that is my money. Yeah, save the children. Yes, thank God they're alive. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? Then let's just uh, let's let's just get into. Unless you have any any other big thoughts about the episode, or even small thoughts, any thoughts at all. Let's just get into compare and contrast. If anything you have left. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of the episode here. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I think we covered pretty much a good majority of it, actually, to be honest. It's just, yeah. Um, no, so the story element of Time Ranger and Power Rangers is the same. It's just that in Time Ranger... Tetsuya, Tetsuya, the Red Time Ranger. Tetsuya? Uh, Tetsuya, Tetsuya, uh, the Red Time Ranger. His relationship with his father, like I mentioned before early on in, in our coverage, is that he, uh, it's it's a rich father, you know, and he wants his son to take over the company, just like how it's sitting at this up for Power Rangers with Biolabs, which they name-dropped in this episode, actually, as well. Uh but yeah, he does not want to be part of his father's business, and that's why the bet was made early on to be away from them. Uh, he sets his own company with time time research, but that was a long time ago. For, so the episode from Case Find Number Six, uh, which is called uh, the Fabricated Invitee. So the mutant in question is actually a female, okay. actually. And the mutant female, uh, she's a jewel thief, so she steals a jewel, a a, a very very worthy jewel. Oh, okay, Catwoman. So she, 
uh, they have to go track her down and find her. And she, now the cool thing about this mutant in this episode, which I don't think we ever see her in Power Rangers, but she, she's able to like transform into humans. Like she'll take the body of, 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 of a human, like clone them to become them. But the thing is that she'll have a, like a tattoo insignia on her neck, which is a bird. And that's the call sign. They're, they're looking for people. They're looking for that person in particular. And they end up eventually finding her and they capture her. Uh, it's it's weird because the, the Megazord fight, like, she accidentally grows and she's pissed off about it. And she doesn't want to be big. So the f fight's not really a fight. The, the rangers have to be like, well, we'll freeze you and shrink you down, okay? Are you sure that's not going to hurt? Oh, don't don't hurt me, please. So she's such a like, not even like a worthy. She's a she's much more like a sophisticated, like jewel thief. But she doesn't want to be like a monster monster. So, I guess so. Which I kind of see why they didn't use the Sentai footage for this episode whatsoever. the The main portion of it is that they go to a party, where the jewel thief mutant is at. And since Tetsuya has that famous last name of his father, of the rich family, he could just say his name and go right in, which he does. And everyone around him is like, oh my goodness, you're rich. Your family's rich. Your father's rich. I, I'm so glad to see you. I hope you're taking over the company. And he gets so awkward. Like, he's socially awkward. Like, I'm not talking about, I don't want to talk about this. This is not me. This is not me. But yeah, I'll talk about it just to distract people because everyone else is looking for that fucking mutant at the party. And eventually, his father does come by with his, uh, with, with, um, with his mother. Mother and father come to the party. And, uh, they have a long talk about, you know, the business and all that stuff. And, you know, he actually drops, Tetsuya drops his business card, uh, to somebody. He's like, here, this is my new business now. Go check it out. And that business card does show up in his mother's hands. It's like, yeah, look at look at what our son's doing. I'm so proud of him. And so it, it kind of builds on the relationship between the father and son. It's just, it's not well developed in a way. It's just like, the basic point is like, boom, he's out of his father's company. He's on his own. He's got his own apartment. He's building a, comp a company with the Time Rangers. So... And it's so much like it's an okay episode. I wouldn't recommend Case File Number Six. If you want a better like adaptation of this story, Power Rangers did it actually pretty well with this episode in particular. So um, I recommend Power Rangers. So you would recommend this episode over? Oh, okay. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's... Yeah, it, it sounds like it's playing with the same storyline, but they're is. at different stages of it. It is. Yeah, it is. And Power Rangers seems to take that slight storyline, which they've hinted at in this episode, but then yet Power Rangers expands it out a little bit more into full length. It's not... It's just, yeah. It happens to be an episode featuring a jewel thief mutant that they have to capture, and then, of course they have to quote defeat at the end which yeah it's it's a very weird awkward episode but the storyline is still there all right well let's go ahead and collect data uh, 
Mike, what is the best moment of the episode for you? Honestly, I I'm taking a, a smaller moment. Um, I like when Wes takes the baseball and gives it to the kids. Just so he's not like his father. Just, just okay. not, He's not going to throw it away. He just gives it to the kid. Yeah, that's a good moment. And the kids are like, yay! <laughs> it just shows Wes's character. You know, he's not, uh, not like his father. Yeah, 100%. I think my best moment was Wes and Jen talking at the very beginning of the episode. It, um... That episode was shot. I think I've mentioned this earlier in this season, but the, that's one of the parts of this show, specifically Time Force, that has felt almost kind of soap drama ish, mm-hmm. right? So like a like a soap, soap opera, opera or whatever. Yep. Um, yep. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of it kind of felt like it was shot a little bit like that, and I and and there are, those are kind of my favorite moments of the season so far because those are the ones where we dig the most into the characters and we get some really good character moments. I think um, I think both of our best moments actually feel a lot like soap operas. Uh, pretty much anything with Wes and his dad or Wes and Jen in this episode feels very much like a soap opera, and I I really enjoyed it. Mike, who would you give the MVP to? Uh it's it's a Wes episode, so and I feel it showcases Wes at his highest with with this character, and I, I gotta give it to Wes. All right, uh, I'm also giving it to Wes. I think it's just like he, he's one that does it the most. I mean, he's really the only one that does anything. Uh, I okay. What would you give it out of five? Uh it's it's still a, a decent episode, but it's not like a strong episode. It. I would have to place it around four. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, this is gonna be the first time I'm gonna slip below a four. I'm gonna give it a three point five. I think it's just above average. I think a lot about this episode is very average, but mm-hmm. um, well, I think actually a lot about this episode isn't great. Uh, in terms of the actual Power Rangering stuff, like the cold open, and I didn't love the final fight. I liked the chase sequence in the middle, but. The two fights that kind of bookend the the episode I, I didn't love. Um, but I, I, I really thought the West stuff with his dad was pretty strong. So I think that kind of drags it from just being slightly above average. Uh, so I'd, I'd give it a 3.5. But that's the first time this season I've dipped below a 4. Uh, as for the data for the episode, this is going to pull you way out ahead of me. You have 16 points now. And I am still at seven. But just wait. Trip and Katie are going to come through eventually. I know they will. Uh, hopefully the next episode will. Well, here's what I want to do since, um, since we don't, since we watched the episode before we record now and we don't have the time to do the like, do you remember la- this week's episode before we watch it or whatever? I want to do that at the end of the last episode now. So I'm going to read what the name of next week is going to be. And I want you to tell me if you remember anything based off of the name. Next week, we're watching episode seven, Short Circuited. Uh, do you remember anything about this episode based off of the name? Uh, it's, a, it's a clue to a circuit episode with the owl, involving the owl. That's what, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of guessing it's going to be a trip episode, if circuit is really big in it. Yes. Because it feels like those two are very connected. Yes, indeed. Um, it... Ha- 
I know I kind of have vague memories of it. It's uh, the the main loop or the main tag or the th main line through is that Nadira kidnaps uh, Circuit and brainwashes it, basically reprograms it, and then Trip has to figure it out to resolve the issue of Circuit. Exciting. Yeah, so you might get some points next time. All right. I I I really hope so. Um but that's that's all I've got for this week. Uh why don't you just tell the listeners where they can find you? Uh they can simply follow me on my socials, which is simply on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. I will tweet occasionally here and there what I'm doing, you know, stuff um just wanna tweet out to the world. Everything I do is in my Twitter bio, the podcast that I'm still trying to push out here and there, if life permits me. At the moment, my life is pretty hectic with work, dating, and uh, now having two puppies. Uh, that's a handful. Uh, <laughs> dear Christ, my life's so busy. But yeah, just just <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. Please, uh, just just. Go to a Discord. Just go on a Discord server or public Discord server and feel free to chat it up in there too. Because I'm on Discord here and there. So, uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Everything that I do is in my Twitter bio. All this show's art was done by at my name is Sean. That's at my name is a C-H-A-U-N-N-N on Twitter. You guys can follow uh, him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And he's also on YouTube. Uh, and he does some pretty awesome, pretty awesome stuff. Uh, our intro and outro music was done by Niall Stenson. You guys can follow him on Twitter at nstens1117. And he's also on YouTube. He's got awesome, awesome, awesome covers for you to check out. Uh, outside of that, thank you guys for listening. As I said at the beginning, if you want to follow the show, you can do so at GoIntoTheGrid on Twitter. You can email us at GoIntoTheGridAgema.com. And you can join our Discord server. The link to join that is in the episode description and on our link, uh, our Twitter link tree. We host the show on Anchor, and you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, CastBox, and Podcast Addicts, and wherever else you might find it that I didn't list. Uh, all right. We will see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much. Later. Gator.